Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Movie Porters. I believe this is episode 21. Uh, this is Friday night, the 6th of April. As always, it's myself, Brian, and my good friend, Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? Hi, not too bad, you? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm in the house myself tonight. Amelia's working late, so this is a perfect night for me to do this. Lovely. Boys night in. Well, well, yeah, I'm a boy and I'm in, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have anyone to cook my dinner. And that's not not me saying that women should cook meals, it's just that Amelia's really good at it and I'm pretty rubbish at it. Makes sense, eh? Yeah. Then I do the dishes, that's the deal. Oh, no. (laughs) Who's <laughs> got time for doing dishes? Well, someone's got to do the dishes, Ryan, or else they just... No, they don't, Brian, they just don't. pile up. <laughs> yeah, no one well. needs to do dishes, ever. Don't go down to Ryan and Sarah's house. It's obviously a bit of a dump. No, we just bin the plates. <laughs> <laughs> Paper plates all round at the Johnson household. <laughs> I saw, like, something pure genius one time. I can't remember what it was on or where it was, but somebody was putting cling film over the plates and living a life like that, and I was like, oh, that's an absolute genius move. Yeah, but then you've just got to put cling film over your plates all the time. I'd I'd much rather do that than have to turn water on and stuff, or no? Oh, my days, it's so difficult. It is. Um, Yeah, so, Mr. Johnston, have you seen any movies recently? i seen a couple. I was supposed to see another today, but we didn't quite make it, which I was quite gutted about. But we have seen something that I can't remember. We saw Ready Player One, and you'll remember better than what I will. Oh, aye, Isle of Dogs. That's what it was. Um, I saw those two since the last time. Um, I believe you have saw the one that I was supposed to see today, um, and I'm very much looking forward to but. Uh, a quiet place we're supposed to see, so I think we might try and catch that on maybe tomorrow morning or Sunday or something. Ready Player One, second showing. Second viewing, yeah. Uh, Better or worse than first time? Uh, Probably about the same. I very much enjoyed all the set-piece stuff a lot more, um, just because I could focus on them a wee bit better as opposed to try to... I felt like first time I was too busy trying to spot like the Easter eggs and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, yeah I felt like I maybe did enjoy it a wee bit more this time. Loads more Star Wars Easter eggs than I first noticed the first time. Oh, really? Like what? Did you see the R2-D2? Nope. Who was that? Uh, we spoiler, guys, but it was like Easter eggs all year, so you probably want to see it. Do you know, at the end, when he's talking about we made an unpopular decision to close the Oasis on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Yeah. And they're sitting in that chair... Uh-huh. Uh, behind the chair on the left, kind of in the corner, there's an R2-T2. Oh, nice. Is there yeah. an R2-D2 as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's his brother that you see, though, in that scene. Whose brother? R2-D2s. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> um, Isle of Dogs. Or yeah, I, I really dogs. enjoyed that. Aye. So, I don't know, listeners, if you're... It's maybe just myself and Ryan that's a bit dumb. But Ryan pointed out to me that he'd been speaking to his lovely partner, Sarah, and she had noticed that I Love Dogs was a play on words of I Love Dogs. And uh, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And so I went to tell my wife, Amelia, and I was like, oh, do you know how I Love Dogs? Do you know what it sounds like? She went, yeah, I love dogs. And I was just (laughs) like, oh. (laughs) And she's like, how did you not get that? And I was just like, well, whatever. (laughs) Aye, I was the same, and then I think I listened to the Empire podcast, and 
uh, they'd mentioned it as well, and I was like, oh, I don't think, I think I'm one of like the few people who didn't actually get that at all. Just me and you, Ryan, it's a, yeah. bit, a bit behind everybody. Uh, anyway, did you like I Love Dogs? Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, enjoyed animation in it, it was really good, I thought. Um, loved all the dogs, I thought they were really good. Um, I felt maybe like the last third of it fell away a wee bit, but um, I love like the first, like the first kind of half at least. Um, thought that was really good. So, yeah, overall, thoroughly enjoyed it. Favorite dog? Um, I can't remember the names, but Brian Cranston's dog probably. Oh really? Yeah, he's a good dog. He was a good dog. I just. I just love the style of, of Wes Anderson's animation. It's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, fully enjoy it. A Quiet Place, I went. I, you're right, I did go see that with Amelia last night and I really, really enjoyed it. it is, um, I'm not sure I, I took a breath the whole movie. It was pretty tense. There is one scene in particular where I sort of puffed out my cheeks and grimaced and it wasn't until about ten minutes later I realised I was still doing it. Like, it, there's just this one scene in particular, and I know it's going to get you as well. Aww. I know it's going to like <laughs> just make you make your whole body like I don't know, like squirm. I hated it. It's Great. so bad. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, honestly though, like I can still picture what happened, and it was. It's not like it's not like super scary. It's not like super gory. It's just like. Oh, it was the worst thing ever. Yeah. I hated Great film, though. Like, re- really good film. I, I thought it was excellent. As you say, the, the use of sound in this film is is phenomenal and it's, it's something that should be experienced in the cinema because you're not going to have that kind of surround sound at home and I, th- I think you need it for this film. It it, it, it goes from silent to loud and, and the way they do it is, is brilliant. I think it's, it's really well done, especially from John Krasinski, who's a first-time director as well, mm-hmm. who... I would also say I think this is the best performance he's ever given in. And I know he's not in many movies and we sort of know him from The Office, American Office, and in a few movies, it sort of is side characters, but I think this is his, his best best performance. Yeah, I've heard like generally like similar things as well. Like um Chris Hewitt from Empire Podcast fame. He was like saying it's his best of the year and all this type of stuff, and it just got me so hyped for it. It already seemed like, like we've spoke about before how we're both not the biggest um, horror movie kind of fans, but this seems like my kind of horror movie where it's more based on atmosphere and tension as opposed to jump scares and blood and gore yeah. and all that stuff. And I think though it's as it's like a it's obviously it's a can we use the word dystopian future? I don't know if that's the right word, because it's, it's obviously this thing happens where I mean, you're, these things hunt you by the noises you make and it it's a thriller, it's it's kind of like a, I don't know it just ha- it's a film that's got all these different kinds of elements in it, it's not a, it's not just a full out horror but there's, there's, there are certainly horror elements to this film Um I just think it was done really well, and like if this is the kind of film, if this is John Krasinski's standard, his first like first film, I'll be looking forward to whatever he does next now in terms of directing. Yeah, that that's how. And I mean, his wife Emily Blunt was just she's brilliant. She's always brilliant, no. So she was she was excellent as well. 
He's somebody. He's somebody I've always wanted to like get more fame, like just because of like the office and stuff. Like love him so much and that. So I've always wanted him to be bigger than what he's been. So I'm glad that he's obviously he's getting a wee bit of kind of limelight with this. I enjoyed him in. I don't know if you saw it. Um, was it Thirteen Hours? Yeah, yeah. In Benghazi. Uh, the, the secrets, secret soldiers of Benghazi or something like that. Yeah, that? I thought he was really good in that. Yeah, no, he's, he is, and and I wasn't too sure about him that just by the by the type of. Because especially because in Jim, it, the, the the fact that he plays Jim in the office, he's just kind of like wiry, funny man to be playing like a an elite soldier in in that film. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's good. Um, this isn't in what we're moving yesterday, but as well, I don't we, I don't know sure. I'm not sure if we spoke about this with with Dean. I'll, I'll come on to this. And I'll come on to that in a minute. But he came out and said he wanted to be. Oh yeah. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox and have Emily Blunt be... <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> Reed Richards. He wants to be Reed Richards. I want to see that film. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be Reed Richards and, and he wants Emily Blunt to play Sue Storm. I would be all for that. I'd be all for for the Fantastic Mr. Fox one. I want that. <laughs> the movie we've like, all been crying re- out for. <laughs> really, really bad, like... Like uh, prosthetics, just like a wee nose and some whiskers, <laughs> like in some some like like those like hair bandit ears you get. <laughs> anyway, yeah, jobby. Sorry, my cat's making noises there. Oh, your cat's are you making noises? Aye. Do you know what it is? You, you always ask me, like you always go. A lot of times, Ryan will always go at the end of the podcast. Could you hear my cat during that? And I'm like, nah, couldn't. He? But then when I listen back to the podcast, <laughs> I can always hear me. <laughs> yeah, she gone mental now, so. What's your cat called? Knox. Knox. What's it named after? Um, it's a kind of Harry Potter thing. So oh, right. a black cat, so Knox is like a spell for darkness or something. I don't know. Alright. Did Sarah name the cat? Sarah's shouting at me, I can hear her in other room. Pure <laughs> shouting like, No! <laughs> Um, no worries. Do you want to talk about some trailers? Why no? Let's let's actually do what we're here for, eh? Yeah, let's do it. Um, um, anyone no. you want to pick out in particular that we should talk about? Yeah, we should probably mention that we've been a bit rushed for time this weekend and normally we record these on a Saturday morning. It's Friday night just now. Just Ryan's old old da. It's buffed to the morrow, so Ryan's a bit busy, so we... We had to rush this one out so that we could get one out for the people because we know the people, Ryan, would be outraged at not getting their weekly Movie Podders podcast. Right, definitely. So normally with the trailers, we, we sort of pick three out and we'll, Ryan will fight his way through the synopsises. <laughs> <laughs> we sort of talk about them, but there's just a bunch of them. We're just going to talk, I guess, briefly about, about them, aren't we? And then we'll move on to some movie news. Right. Um, I think I think the the best one to pick out would be that that one that you told me you watched just before we started upgrades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'll see if I can get a synopsis for it just quickly. Uh, but yeah, it was the reason I'd um, I thought it was on on the list that you'd um, gave me. But uh, I saw John Schnepp from Clyde the Movie Talk uh, speaking about it and just like going on about how. Um, how amazing like the trailer was and how hyped it was for it. So I gave it a wee watch myself just before again um we came onto this and uh I was 
pleasantly surprised by what we got. So, so if you just bear with me a wee second, I'll just get a synopsis. I'll bear with you. I'll just talk to people. I'll, I'll, I'll tell them about I was saying I was mentioning a guy called Dean there. Uh, we did a podcast with Dean on Tuesday night, was it? Um, we did one of our Movie with Friends podcasts uh, with Dean. Um, I've had a bit of difficulty sending stuff through Ryan, so we're, we're going to get that, we're, we are going to get that put up, but that'll be put out on Tuesday now. Um, so I think it's about an hour and a half, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah. We had quite a good chat with Dean. Dean's really into his comic books and his comic book movies, so it was pretty geeky. So if you're if you're into if you're into superheroes and especially superhero movies, you probably want to give it give that one a listen. It was good fun. Um, and I think Dean's going to join us um, if we do an Avengers Infinity War spoiler review, but I've, I imagine we will. Yeah, definitely. I want to talk about it, so yeah, same. I think we will. Um, aye, so I've got synopsis for um, Upgrade. To be honest, there's not much of a synopsis, so I'll take me all of two seconds. Um, but it's about a man played by Logan Marshall Green, in the near future world who uses an experimental computer chip to avenge his wife's murder. So it's an Australian science fiction um, action horror, it's described as, and it's written and directed by Lee Wannell, I believe is how you say it. Uh, I'm not sure if it's got a release date, I, don't, I can't remember for the trailer. Uh, June 1st. It's June, I think, yeah. Yeah, June 1st actually, so... Uh, and it's of the Blumhouse productions, which are usually quite good for their kind of horror film films. Um, so yeah, what what did you think of this? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was really good. I mean, I think we could give them a, a like from what the trailer you see is like a guy's out with his wife. His wife gets killed. He gets paralyzed, and then he's offered this thing that can make him walk again. But it's like almost like a computer living inside him. Um. I, I kind of got John Wick slash The Matrix vibes mm-hmm. from this. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, it seems like there's going to be a wee bit of humour in there, which I wasn't quite expecting at first. Um, I don't know if that's just me, but a couple of it, a couple of bits seemed quite uh, humorous. But the the action looks great, and I think that's mainly what it's going to be about. The sort of action, this guy getting revenge on the mother of his wife. Which is probably where the, the John Wick sort of thing comes in. Yeah. And it it kind of looks brutal. It's a, it's sci-fi. It looks... To me, it looks like really good sci-fi. Like... The, the, it borderlines on the sort of ridiculous, but I think if the trailer made it, me think that it's going to work. It, and I'm I'm really intrigued. I, I had never heard of this until you told me about it before we we come on we come on to do the podcast. So, But I'm, I'm generally looking forward to this one. Yeah, same. Um, as I say, I was. I, I think we've spoke about before, like how people, there's certain people from movie talk how, based on what they'll say, we'll be interested in movies. And so, because Schnepp was talking about it, I was like, oh yeah, this is one that I think might kind of appeal to me. And after watching it, um, I was like quite quite hyped for this now for whenever um, we get to see it. Um, I like the the look of some of the shots in it. Um, yeah. Like yeah. when you see the kind of the chip activating for the first time um, when he gives it permission to kind of take control and just like the way the camera moves when he's like bending the guy backwards and forwards I thought was really yeah, cool when he bends the guy's arm backwards <laughs> and it's like it's like his forearm that bends back yeah it's pretty good 
It looks, yeah, and it, like, it looks quite brutal, like what you're saying. It looks, I think it's about you see somebody's head getting blown off. Why? Well, it kind of there's a bit as well though when he he's like, uh, when he tells the chip that the guy's got a knife, and the, the computer chip's like, no, we've got a knife as well, <laughs> and it clearly looks like he's about to cut the guy's head off, but like it goes black and cuts away from that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. It looks brutal. The action looks. I thought the action looked great in it, like really well, Corey choreographed and I think it's going to be even if the, the, the story itself maybe doesn't hold up so much I think this one's going to the action's going to get you through this one and, and pretty and enjoy it quite a bit Yeah I think like what you're saying that the John Wick kind of vibe is definitely there and I think it might be that one of those type of films where you can just kind of switch off and just enjoy seeing people getting kicked and punched <laughs> um, I, I got like just because of the chip and everything I kind of got a vibe of Iron Man or like Spider-Man with um, like kind of Jarvis or somebody talking to him in his head like that type of thing I, yeah, I kind of got that yeah, as well that's great. yeah that sort of connection between the I guess for those two characters the suit and themselves and I, yeah, I get that. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, not cool. Um, other trailers. The rest of them, I'm not that really fussed about. Um, the man who killed um, Don Quixote. I probably, I really like Adam Driver, and he's in this. And uh, the first part of the trailer, I was like, I don't know if I'm interested in this at all. At all, but then when it sort of flips round, and it seems to be some sort of theme park or something they're in or like out some sort of theatre production like one of those experiences that you can go to and the guy who plays Don Quixote seems to think he genuinely is I'm wondering if this is going to be a bit of a comedy yeah I think it is I think it's supposed to be kind of a comedy but I I didn't enjoy this at all Like uh, you kind of mentioned the only reason I'm interested in it and it's Adam Driver just because enjoyed pretty much everything he's been in so far so yeah he's the only kind of thing i'm clinging to um i wasn't i didn't enjoy this trailer at all um fair enough any trailers that did stand out to you uh, i enjoyed the one for cargo i don't know if you saw that one yeah so i actually saw that the other day uh it probably would be the out of the rest of them the ones that i would be interested back at the same time i'm not Okay. If I never, if I never saw it, I wouldn't be that bothered. Any reasons that you feel this way? I don't know. I just it it looks good and it looks like a decent take. Um, I I don't know because obviously it's about it. It's kind of like a a twist on the zombie, but I don't even know if they have to bite you. Do you do they in this? It kind of kind of reminds me a bit of Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah. And you just have to get infected, like through an open wound or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, talking about twenty days later, my best, the best infection in that is a, uh, is it, is it that Brendan Gleeson? Oh, aye, yeah. And a drop, the 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 drop of blood that falls into his eye. Yeah, ah, so good. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it, it looks good, and it, it's quite, it's going to be. I think it's going to be quite a dramatic zombie film. Yeah. It's not it's not just like there's loads and loads of zombies and I think he's in is he in Africa? Uh I don't know. I don't know if it's it, I think it's maybe Australia cuz it looks like aboriginal people. Oh right, okay. Um so it looks like it's maybe that kind of neck of the woods. Yeah, no I think you're right. Um 
I, I, it does look good, but I just I don't know. I just feel like it's on Netflix, so I don't know. I I think the fact that I'll be like, well, I can watch this whenever, might put me off. Not put me off, but I think if it was if it was going to be released at the cinema, I'd be thinking, well, I need to go see this. But it's the fact that it's on Netflix, I'll be like, well, I can watch this whenever, means I might never get round to watching it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Aye. That was the way, I should have mentioned it earlier on actually, but that's kind of been the way I've been with Annihilation, why I've not watched it straight away. Um, that that was another film I saw recently, didn't particularly enjoy it as much as what most people have, I think. Um, but anyway, yeah, like that was the similar kind of thing for me was that I just, I knew it was there, I knew I would get around to it at some point, and there was no immediate rush to watch it, so... Yeah. Um, just took my time with it, so it might be the same with the likes of this. But I think it's definitely something I'll try and catch at some point because all these kind of I love like any kind of zombie films or outbreak kind of films. I like all them, so I'll probably try and catch it at some point or another. Cool. Um, the rest other, of them. Only other trailer I want to talk about for all the wrong reasons is Johnny English strikes again. Oh, did you watch it? No, 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 Brian. No, no, no. I point blank <laughs> refused to watch it. Not interested. Who's actually wanting this shite? I don't understand it. I know. It is a bit bizarre that somebody's, somebody's went into the studio and went, do you know what we need, guys? <laughs> Another Johnny English film and a group of people in a, a big tables went, brilliant idea. Get it made. <laughs> now. Yeah, I, I watched it. I got bored watching it. I get bored watching Lean On Pete as well. I, I actually switched the Lean On Pete trailer off. I was just like, it's What's that one about? Like I said, I, get, I only get halfway through it. Get some kid who's like lives or works near a racetrack. Don't know where his mum is. His dad's a bit of a bad guy. Steve Buscemi owns a horse. The horse doesn't race well anymore, so the, I think the kid steals the horse because he doesn't want it to to die. I don't know. It just looked garbage to me. I also saw, I've just remembered there as well, sorry, I saw the First Purge trailer. Not the no, trailer for the First Purge film, but. I've... Or for the First Purge film, but not the First Purge <laughs> film. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> for the film titled The First Purge, you, I watched you the trailer. that right up. Aye. And what was your. It was alright. I um, uh, wasn't interested. I don't know if you've seen the, many of the Purge films at all. I think there's, this is the fourth one, maybe now. Um, I, I I understood that the Purge films were quite good, but one of the things that frustrated me in this one is that they say in the trailer that oh they've sent like military people in dressed as civilians because like it's that's their sort of strategy for this to take off and to be effective, and then you've got these kids who aren't military trained at least we don't know they are but I don't imagine they all are like taking out military people. Like, with, like, karate moves and stuff like that, and I'm just like, not for me. <laughs> not buying it. Aye, I think it's kind of lost its way a wee bit in this, he's like, trying to bring it back, but it doesn't, he, doesn't look like he's doing it. Like, I, the, the first one was okay, um, but it wasn't the film I think it was selling it as, and then the second one was a lot better. That was the film I was expecting from the first, where it was all out in the street and you actually got to see the purge happening. Um, mm. I never saw the third one, and I don't think I'll see this one either. But um, it was an alright trailer. I've never seen any of the Purge films, but what I thought would have been a good idea for this one is like called the first Purge would be more of the sort of like 
like the the planning of it and like the thinking behind doing this sort of like horrific act <laughs> like and like what like the i don't know like the i guess like the politics of it oh I don't, I don't, that's probably something i'd enjoyed more but yeah i won't i won't be going to see this at all um night school didn't like the look of that at all either and how to talk to girls at parties was a bit weird so it was. There was something about that. I can't remember what it was, but I did want to check out the trailer, but I just didn't. So I, I, I did think it looked a bit weird. However, if it gets good reviews, I'll probably go see it. Mm-hmm. It was one of those ones I was a wee bit on the fence with. So I'll probably wait to see what the wee or the critics say about that one. Cool. Cool. That's the trailers for today. Get them all watched. <laughs> um, just a few few more stories. First one is a wee Star Wars one. John Boyega says that Rey and Finn will reunite for Star Wars Episode Nine. Thoughts, Ryan? Um, I'm not surprised. They, they, or I think they were obviously going to meet back up at some point or other. So yeah, it doesn't come as a shock really. Um, so, no, nah, not really much to say in that, to be honest. How do you feel about it, though? Aye, that's fine. Um, I've, I've, no, I don't feel one way or, like, towards it or another, to be honest with you. It would be good for them to get back together, because that's where the first ki- the, the story kind of first kind of started, was the, the journey of those two. So, aye, I suppose it'll be alright. Um, I don't think it's going to be world-changing, maybe. So, yeah, you? I, I'm actually pleased about this. One, my favorite, probably my favorite thing about the Force Awakens was the relationship between Finn and Rey and just their their interaction. And we never got that in the second one, which is a bit of a shame. Because uh, I thought they 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 were they played off each other really well. Um, we never even got too much of Finn and, and Paul Dameron as well. Yeah, and those are the three characters. It, from all the new characters at least we sort of want to to see interact now don't get me wrong like I loved The Last Jedi I, I think it's great I know it, it's been slated but I, I actually think it's a great film it certainly has problems but the the stuff between Rey and Kylo Ren I think is some of my favourite stuff in Star Wars aye um, so maybe that's why the, the sort of I don't know, screen time with Rain Finn was sacrificed to build up that relationship because that is obviously going to be the, the two forces <laughs> sort of going against each other in, in the new one. She'll just have a repow at her side again. Um, and maybe that means that Finn won't be hanging out with Rose. Surely that pleases you, Ryan. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we're getting rid of her that easy, but... Yeah, if um, there's a possibility of that, then that increases my likability of this news. Um, there was other kind of Star Wars news. It's not, I don't think we've got anything else here, but I'll just quickly mention it. I don't know if you saw it about it, but it was um, Simon Pegg talking about how um, Ryan Johnson cha- uh, has altered or changed how J.J. Abrams was going to deal with Ray's parentage. Oh, really? Yeah, he says something to the effect of that after Last Jedi, it's kind of messed up anything JJ had planned from the first film. So, 
because um, obviously he was only going to do the one and then that was him done but he's came back to do this third one so I think he, he had like an overall idea but Ryan Johnson's obviously came in and just changed it up so uh, he'd said that that there was supposed to be something else happening with her parentage but Ryan Johnson just made it a case of no, there were nobodies Yeah but that could be easily mended though because he yeah. could be lying Aye, I, th- I also thought that I was thinking yeah they could if if JJ wanted to enough, he could work that into the story that um, Kylo Ren was just trying to play with him or something like that. Yeah, easily. But and I don't know how I feel about that. I'm kind of on the fence, but like because like in on one hand, like sometimes it's quite fun when everything ties in. But I I kind of liked that Ray was from like had was from was a nobody. Yeah, same. That like kind of like Anakin was a nobody. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so. I, I would as much as it's a bit frustrating that JJ Abrams had this idea and, and Ryan Johnson so, sorry, Ryan Johnson sort of just is it Ryan or Rain? Ryan. Ryan. It's spelled funny though, isn't it? Aye, it's R I A N Um Kinda just went and changed it. It's a bit kinda I don't know, crappy behaviour. But then it's his story to tell, isn't it? He was Aye. he was the one giving the reins for for the the eighth movie, so that's what happens with these big franchise movies that when you get different directors then they want to tell their story which is I guess fair enough now that's interesting but I, I probably prefer the the version we got mm-hmm. okay um, cool uh, Annette Benning, Adam Driver and John Hamm to start in CIA drama torture report this is about like a uh, it's, it's, it's about nine eleven, and it takes a look at the CIA's extreme interrogation program uh, on detainees following the attacks. Um, do you think this is something you would be interested in, Ryan? Yeah, um, everybody that you've mentioned that's involved, as I've said before, Adam Driver's one of these people that, that he's kind of got me now that if he's in a film, I'll automatically be interested in it just because he's in it. Um enjoy John Hamm a wee bit more now since Baby Driver, like Annette Benning. so yeah, all, the, all those three automatically just get me and then the fact is about something like I generally like, I'm quite intrigued by all the 9-11 stuff and all that so that intrigues me um, it's a drama about all this so yeah, I think there's like a lot to explore there um, and a lot to look at so yeah, overall, like very interesting this. Obviously like one of the things you like about nine eleven, and I know a few people like this, they they like all the sort of conspiracy theory stuff about nine eleven. There's loads of documentaries. Do you think that might get touched on in this film? What conspiracy theory th- stuff? Um, yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it's going to be focusing on like the kind of like Guantanamo Bay stuff and how um, these people have been abused and mistreated, like as much as. Some of them may have been terrorists and whatnot. Like it's um, not everybody is, and it, it, from from the outside, it doesn't seem like these people have in, in the past like had the kind of fair trials and whatnot that they, yeah. they should have had. So I think it'll be more explore, exploring that type of stuff. I don't think it's going to look at anything to do with conspiracy theories or anything like that at all. So the reason I was thinking maybe it will is just that if like see what some so and so is getting tortured, that they might come out with like say they were involved, they might come out like it came from your government. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
in terms of like someone might offer that information now they might just pass that off but then I don't know maybe you would maybe get some of that in there maybe. you're probably you're probably right but I would just I would be quite interested if we got a wee bit of that uh, in general though, I am quite interested I like I like you I like everyone in it and it's it's one of the biggest events in our lifetime so it is a an interesting subject Um. And yeah, probably probably we're going to see this one. Um, not sure how about the feel about this next news story. Um, I, I couldn't find it confirmed anywhere. At least the, the websites I found it on, I, I didn't fully trust them. Um, I couldn't find it on anything like Empire or, or Hollywood Report or a Variety or anything like that. So um, there's rumours that Woody Harrelson has been cast as Carnage in the upcoming Venom movie. Good or bad? good um as our old friend john campia once said um it's never a mistake to recruit talent so uh, yeah if, if he's on board then i'll be happy with that um i don't really know who he would play or or whatever oh no sorry you said then, ca- ca- cast that's Carnage. Sorry. Um, yeah. all right um sorry i've totally misread that and misheard you sorry uh cast as carnage rude i know sorry yeah. I, I don't know why i just got it as he'd been cast in venom um, I didn't. I missed out the carnage part. Um, cast is that not a bit old, really? For carnage, what do you mean old? like is Woody Harrelson maybe not a bit old for carnage? Like I know carnage himself well, is going to be CG, so like that aspect is fine. But is Woody Harrelson as a person maybe not too old? Would you not want somebody more of um, Tom Hardy's age to be up against them type thing? I don't know, like, it, it, his age doesn't really bother me, like, because it, like, it's going to be CG, but, like, my understanding, I, I've read Carnage, and if you read the Carnage vs. Venom, or Venom vs. Carnage comic, I'm nah. not sure what it's called, it's just a tiny wee comic, it's, it's not big, and my understanding, if I remember correctly, like, Carnage is Venom's mother, and so, like, it, it is a guy that he, the, the symbiote, like, kind of takes over, I thought it would be kind of cool if, like, Woody Harrelson was Tom Hardy's dad, I don't know. Could, could in that route. My only hope is that, yeah, he's been cast in the upcoming Venom movie, but my understanding is they're pretty much finished filming that. Um, we've obviously had a first trailer. Um, so I can't hope it's just a... I, I don't know the name of the, the person that Carnage... Because it's Eddie Brock that, that Tom Hardy's playing... Do you know the name of the person that he takes over? Cassidy? Is it somebody Cassidy? Uh, I do know, but I just can't... can't Cletus Cassidy. That's it, And so, I kind of hope it's just like... I don't know, if 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 he's not playing Tom Hardy's dad, if he's playing Cletus Cassidy, that... I don't know, like, we meet him in a bar or something, or somewhere else, I, I hope it's just a... Like, here's Cletus Cassidy, this is Carnage, he's not in this film, but he's going to be in the next film or a, a film down the line. And the, the first Venom movie's not Venom v Carnage. Yeah, well, he's like the big one for Venom, so you, 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 shouldn't, you shouldn't have the two of them up against each other straight away. Um. So, yeah, I don't... Woody Harrelson's age doesn't bother me. It's just my biggest fear, and I don't think it will happen. But my biggest fear is like we just get carnage thrown in straight away, which I wouldn't like. 
Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, cool. So quickly go through uh, the rundown here. We have um, Katie McKinnon is on for Danny Boyle and Richard Curtis's new untitled comedy. Uh, Bill and Ted team say a third movie is closer than ever. I'm pretty sure Keanu Reeves and the other guy, I don't know who that guy is, is, um, we're talking about it this week at some point. Um, We've got Colin Trevorrow uh, to direct Jurassic World 3. Uh, He actually directed the first Jurassic World. Uh, Zazie Beats uh, will star in Against All Enemies. This is a film based on the life of actress Jean uh, Seaborg. So, sorry, Seaberg. Uh, Creed 2 starts shooting and it also adds Russell Hornsby uh, to the cast. Adam Sandler is starring in the Safe Die. Is that right? Safe Die Brothers drama Uncut Gems. Don't know. Um, Ashley Edward Muller is writing a new script for Red Sonja. And Patrick Ness is looking to rewrite uh, new material for the Chaos Walking reshoots. Uh, also, Star- Solo, a Star Wars story, is to premiere at Cannes. Uh, out this week, we had a-, a Quiet Place. It was out on Thursday, but out this week, uh, I Kill Giants and Love, Simon, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Anything, anything stands out to you there, Ryan? Uh, two, two probably main things for me was um, the Bill and Ted one. Um, I really hope this goes ahead. I don't know if it will, but... I've never seen Bill and Ted. What?! I know. Oh man, and I, I and people people speak very fondly of Bill and Ted, and it's one of those things that's it's of their youth, and so they're quite happy about it. And I feel that I'm maybe too old to enjoy it now. Possibly, um, you should still watch it though. Uh, Brayden likes a good a good Bill and Ted quote. Um, oh, that's quite. Oh, better watch it now that Brayden likes it. Aye, definitely. Uh, aye, they they had a picture like they had photos together and stuff where they were in the the phone booth and stuff like that. So, um, and Kiana had his hair in the style of what Bill or Ted, I can't remember what one he is. Um, so, <laughs> An old dick. Aye. <laughs> uh, so I definitely am happy if that goes ahead. Of even if it's rubbish, I'll still be happy to see it. Um, and Colin Trevorrow to direct Jurassic World 3 I really enjoyed the first one so mm-hmm. if he's going to come back for that then yeah who's it is it Jay B- Bayona or something who's doing this I one know, I it's the guy that did Monster Call in it that's directing this yeah um, my worry about that though is that they're not happy with the second one yeah that's a good point yeah and so they're going back to the first one um, I think it's Spiel- Spielberg came out and said that it's going to be this guy that's directing it. Ah, he did. Yep. He's he's quite. I think he still ha- is quite fond of this franchise, Steven Spielberg. And so, um, but that I mean, I, I've nothing to base this on. It's just guessing. I, my my worry is that maybe they're not happy with this one, and so they want to go back to a formula that they feel works. Yeah, and the trailers haven't been great so far. No, especially the... that second one. Yeah. Oh. Um, I've still got to see it. Love dinosaurs. So, <laughs> um, the one that sticks out for me is the, is the Adam Sandler. Now, it, 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 there's no, I couldn't find a synopsis for Uncut Gems, but the reason it sticks out to me, and I have no idea why, because there's a film last year called Good Times, 
which I haven't seen with Robert Pattinson in it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I went to see that. Aye. And everyone who's seen it is goes nuts for it. Says it's it's a phenomenal film. Like everyone should watch it. So I think it's quite a small film. It was these guys that directed that. And so. It it'll be really interesting to see Adam Sandler in a in a sort of proper, like a proper drama. Um, so I'm I'm pretty interested in that, and I think people might end up being pretty surprised at how decent he actually can be. Yeah, well, I, when he's not doing goofy voices. Aye, that's it. Like he, he's just, I think he's lost his way. Like the last few while we were talking about this with Dean as well. I think what we know. Um, that he's a wee bit, yeah. Some of his early stuff, like we prefer, but then it's like it's been more recently. He's just it's just been a lot of rubbish, really, that he's put it. Yeah, but this would be this would this would be a, a, a side of Adam Sandler most people have never seen before. That's a dramatic side. Yeah. Um. Those are the two. It's quite cool that Star Wars is going to be at Cannes. Aye, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, already seen a Quiet Place. I think I'm going to see Love Simon on Tuesday actually with Amelia, and we're going to go see Blockers after it. Yeah, I quite fancy Blockers. I'm hearing and, good things. Well, I, I I wasn't interested at all until any time I see someone review it, people are like, "It's hilarious." So. Definitely go check it out now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it is Paul Rudd's birthday today. Happy, happy birthday, Paul! If you're listening. Happy sure birthday. You um. So I thought I'd, I would ask you, Ryan, what is your favourite Paul Rudd movie, or at least uh, maybe two or three Paul Rudd movies? What are your favourites? Aye, I was going to say there's. I think there's too many. He's been in too many films to pick out any one particular one. Um, but there is a number, and even to, to whittle this down, I'm finding it very difficult to get it to a, a kind of very small list. Um, but some of the ones that stand out um, to me, uh, this is forty. Really enjoyed that yeah. film. Uh, Wonderlust. Don't know if you've seen no, that. Really, Wonderlust. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love you, man. Love um, it. Love you. I, lo- I love. I love you, man. Ah, it's so good. Yeah, like Sarah always does. This to be slapping the beast. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, What's the name of the band? Rush, isn't it? Rush. Aye. Yeah, slapping the beast. Uh, what else was I going to say there? Uh, I love like my first real time. I was like, I love this guy. He was Anchorman. Loved him in Brian that. Fantana. Well. Aye, so good. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously he's good as Ant Man, so I, I honestly like could literally go on for ages. Like I think don't think there's many films he's been in that I don't like. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm a big Paul Rudd fan as well. Like it, 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 he's someone who I find if he's in a film, even I don't like the film or the or the TV show or whatever, I, I always like him. I find it very real that I don't enjoy his performance, even for, in, even in like and this is going to be for movies, but in Friends as Mike Hannigan. Phoebe's yeah. husband, <laughs> and as um, oh, what's her name? His name in Parts and Rec. Yeah, the mayor he's, candidate person. Yeah, he's like the his dad on Sweetums. Aye, I love him in that role. So good. 
Um, I think I Love You, man. I, I think that's my favourite Paul Rudd movie. Is um, it? I think just because he's the lead in that one. Like, that's his movie. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. Anchorman's the first thing I really saw him in. Uh, the, it's Brian Fantana, which is just such a great character. Um, uh, even, like, not This Is For, but Knocked Up, the bit, see the bit when his character goes to the... He's, well, he thinks he's cheating on him, but he's going to, like, a fantasy baseball league meeting. I don't I don't know that film as well. Knocked well, up. that bit's really funny, and you've kind of ruined that wee bit there, Ryan, so you have... <laughs> Go on, uh, let's let's no, try that again. No, no, it's fine, it's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, this is forty's good as well. I like that. Uh, I think I love you, man. For me, would would be my number, be my number one. But I actually rewatched Civil War the other night, and the he he's such a nice little add on for that because his comedy timing's so good compared to some of the other people in the Marvel films. Yeah. Just because, obviously, that's what he's a, he's a comedy actor. Um, uh, yeah, I like Paul Rudd, big fan. He, he seems like it, just a really nice guy as well. Like, I don't know if you've seen what's the name of the guy who's doing um, Timon in the new uh, Lion King. Oh, Billy, uh, Billy, Billy Eichner. Yeah, when he does uh, Billy just sleep with Paul Rudd for a dollar. Yeah, he just seems <laughs> yeah. like just a, a yeah. genuine kind of cool guy, even during all that type of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really like him. Yeah, I think a great addition to the Marvel world as well as uh, Scott. What's his name? Uh, Hank Pym. Scott. That's really bad. Yep, yeah, it is really bad. Uh, his name in the film is something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It is. Scott Scott Lang. Oh my god. Does that annoy you that now you've now you've heard it, you're like, of course it's Scott Lang. Yeah. I knew that. Aye. Um Cool. We shout out to Paul Rudd. And talking about Marvel, we should probably go into the Marvel countdown. Whoa. Very nice, Brian. Clever. Just I've done this right before. There. <laughs> um <laughs> slid right in there Shh. <laughs> um, cool Marvel Countdown uh, so yeah just to catch you up guys uh, we've been doing a Marvel Countdown up to the release of Infinity War um, and myself and Ryan we put a wee list together and we added the list together and it, we've come out with our joint top 17 or t- our joint top Marvel movies and list in order from worst to best um, so we might not agree exactly with the position that they're at, but generally we're pretty happy with where most of the movies have landed. I'll uh, quickly give us a rundown. Uh, we've got Iron Man 2 at number 17. Number 16 is Incredible Hulk. Number 15 is Thor The Dark World. Number 14 is Iron Man 3. Number 13 is Ant-Man. Number 12 is Thor. Number 11 is Captain America First Avenger. Number 10 is Spider-Man, as well as Spider-Man, Homecoming. (laughs) Number 9 is Gardens of the Galaxy 2. Number 8 is Doctor Strange. Number... We've got two at number 6, sorry, which we've got Thor, Ragnarok and Age of Ultron. Number 5 is Iron Man. And number 4 is... And i just say before I say this, the next four, I think, are all five-star for me. Yeah, I would agree. Like, five out of five, like... 
as much, even though I've got my favourite, I would have no problems with anyone having these four as the the number one. But our number four is Gardens of the Galaxy. Um, so I guess we could probably just do a wee, get a wee bit of time, just do a wee, I guess, would we say spoiler review? Can we say that? Even though it's been out for <sighs> nah, years now. Nah, it's been out ages. I, I, I'm, I don't care. I'm not saying... It, I'm... I don't mean like I don't mean like I'm just like not saying like warning because I think anyone who wants to see Garns has seen it, but we will be getting into detail. Yes. Um, what was your what was your initial thoughts when you saw Garns of the Galaxy? Just came out like pure beaming. I just remember that. Like I, I always say this to Sarah, and this is like we always ask this question um, when we do our, like movies with friends, where you got a scene that connects to or a song that connects to a scene. And I just knew, like, from the first scene in this film when, um, what is it, Come and Get Your Love is playing and that the Guardians, um, like, logo or whatever um, banner comes up. And I was just, like, straight away, I was like, oh, yes, this is going to be the business. But I, when, when I came out of it, I was just so happy. It was amazing. Yeah, no, I was the same and just, like, the... The, the the music and the humour and just a obviously it's a, almost like a space opera type um, movie and just one of the things that, that I was excited about going into because a lot of people had said that oh they were a bit apprehensive didn't know this because they didn't know the characters I didn't I I didn't know Guns of the Galaxy and, and by that time I, I was reading comics and for a few years by that point but I had never picked up a Guardians of the Galaxy comic. Now, I, I did before the movie came out because I wanted to get to know the characters a bit, but still, reading three or four comics, like graphic novels of Guardians of the Galaxy, doesn't really get you up to date like that much with the characters, but for some reason, I was really excited about this movie. I don't know if it was just because at that point I had so much faith in Marvel. Um, also, I was a big Parts and Rec fan, so I was delighted to see Chris Pratt in this leading role, um, and just love the movie. The same as you, the, the, especially with the the music and how it fitted so well to to every scene, and just the the sort of interaction with these characters was just brilliant. Like the, the, I think the whole prison scene in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one's just amazing. Um, the whole like see how the bit where they go in and that. Uh, is it Nathan? What's his name? Fillion. Fillion, yeah. And then Groot picks him up by his nose. The bit where like Rocket's telling everybody what to do, and he's like, "I need that guy's leg." <laughs> so, so good. good. <laughs> I know. Uh, only thing I don't like about Guardians of the Galaxy, my biggest uh, criticism, the be Scottish guy that's in it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, aye. It's just, it's just Scottish people in big blockbusters like that. I don't know what it is. It's just... Han Solo! <laughs> I <hated> that. <laughs> That's the worst one, isn't it? Aye. <laughs> uh, no, that didn't even bother me. Like, there's genuinely nothing. Just, I don't have any issues with this film at all. Not one. Just just so you know, guys, Han Solo isn't in Guns of the Galaxy. <laughs> Ryan was actually referencing a different film there. Yes, I was. Thanks. Thanks for the clarification there, Brian. I love it. I mean... Yeah, I love, I love so many of the characters. I know you're a big fan of Ronan. I, I I don't have a problem with Ronan, and some people think he's really weak. I don't think he's terribly weak. I just don't think he's that great. 
I love one of my favourite characters in just the, the Gardens of the Galaxy franchise, Yondu. Um, again, has one of the best scenes in this film, in my opinion. I, I love what they've done with his arrow, because in the comics he's got a bone arrow, at least. Mm-hmm. In the older comics, he, I imagine he doesn't anymore when they're writing him. But in the older comics he had a bone arrow, and I just thought like the way James Gunn created him with this sort of like... He can sort of controls it with the fin in his head and I think he maybe does that anyway, but like with his whistle is so good. Yeah. Yeah, everything like the relationships between everybody in this film, like Rocket and Groot is so good. Um Star Lord and Gamora, um Drax and Star Lord. Um all of them together just work so well and the comedy is just like like so on point in this. It's it's just uh, everything about it is just amazing. Some of the visual stuff as well. Like I think, yeah. I think the reason, like I was so interested in it was it just looks so much different from any kind of Marvel film we've had, and from what we saw in the trailers, again you just got like kind of hints of the humor and Chris Pratt looked really funny in it. Um, and yeah, just a whole kind of different bunch of characters that we're used to seeing, um, as opposed to somebody in a suit. It was just people out in space. So. Uh, I can't speak highly enough about this film, and it it could be like it's one of these ones like it holds a special place in like my list, and I, I probably could have it at times higher, um, just depending on how I'm feeling. So uh, I think we both had this at number four, did we? Aye. I think yeah, um, yeah, both of us had it at the same the same spot. Yeah, it's so good. Um, no, you're right. It, it, it's fantastic and. I'm the same as you. I can't speak highly enough of it. Like, I, I, other than that thing I just said, I don't think there's anything about the film I dislike that makes me like cringe or I'm like, oh, that takes me out of the movie. Um, everyone's good in it, even like John C. Reilly's character. Yeah, like works for me in this. Which, from what the things we're used to seeing him in, could easily take you out. Um, there is there's one bit I don't that, that I always does actually bug me. It's really silly. Do you know the bit when like the Ronan's coming down with the spaceship and they're sending all the Nova fleet out? Who's the who's the female actress in it? The older woman, Meryl Streep. That's not Meryl. Aye, Glenn Close. Sorry, Glenn Close. Glenn Close. And there's a wee lassie next to her on like a futuristic iPad, and just the way she's tapping the screen and stuff like that. I'm like, you're not doing anything on that. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's stupid, but it doesn't look like... It doesn't. It looks just too stupid for me. And that's just how many times I've seen the movie that you can start to pick up on things like that. Do you know that way when you've seen someone so many times, you kind of start looking in the background a wee bit more? Aye. Well, just when you're mentioning that, um, one of the things that I love about this as well, that has still not been found as James Gunn's still got an easter egg in there somewhere that's not been found although I don't know if you saw it but recently somebody found like an easter egg but it wasn't the easter egg that the he Excelsior thing aye and um, what was it in Cree or in Scroll or something like that Scroll language yeah um, just a pure tiny one so I like that that there's still like a wee hidden gem somewhere in it did you see the one the other day that someone put forward but it, there's a Shot at like, do you know when is it Xander they're at? Like at the start, where they all get arrested, yes. And there's these like characters that kind of look like watchers, all right. 
Uh, and somebody asks James Gunn, but James Gunn comes out and just says, no, they're just nuns spreading the word. Mm. No, we went and saw this together, I believe, first time. Me, you, Sarah Bryden? Bryden was there, yeah, he was. One of my favourite moments, or best love moments, was the, one of the very first shots, or I think it was maybe the second <laughs> scene, when it came up with the planet's name saying Morak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Why is that? It's because your mum. And so he was no, inferring your mum was a planet. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That's what he was saying. His words, not mine. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to tell my wee mum that and she'll not be happy with you, Ryan. Hi, that's what Bryden was saying, not me. <laughs> no, no. You're the one who said it. Um, talking about that, though, see just even that opening scene. Like you, I know you mentioned the song before and Chris Pratt's just sort of dancing. I'm sure he walks past like a battery bill skill as well, doesn't he? Uh, I think so, aye. Yeah, just it, it was just great. Aye, it was amazing. And the whole like, it was like you did kind of get like a almost a Han Solo type vibe off a of Star Lord, I think, in the first one. Yeah. See the whole like trying to get his name across to everybody. They kept telling like people's names, and people were just like, "Who? Yeah. I've never heard of you before." Who? <laughs> Yeah. Um, one, of, one of the things I think you've mentioned this in the past as well um, but one of the things I really enjoy about it is it's got like what you refer to like a lot about like especially the Avengers films but it's got like what you would expect to see is like a kind of double panel page or whatever where yeah, um, and it's like the scene where Star-Lord's trying to escape the, the guys at the start and you see him like kind of jumping through the air like slow motion and I think you've mentioned before like that felt like it was like right out of a comic book, and I like I, I don't know what it is about that we've seen, but I just love it so good. Yeah, I, no, you're right. I would agree with you. There. I'm not. I don't remember saying that, but I, I do know the scene you're talking about. And I probably would agree with you. And I don't know why. I, I don't know if it's because I read comics, but and I just I don't know. Those scenes are important to me for some reason. Just see, just to get that little visual, like. I mean, they literally last, what, two or three seconds if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's just something about them, and, and Marvel, I think, are really good at giving us those sort of scenes. Yep. Um, yeah, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I watched it just, not at all, we, we, I caught it from the, do you know when they're at the collector's place yep. on, what's it called? Nowhere. Nowhere, yeah. Um, it was on BBC One late late one night a, a couple of weeks ago, and it was one of those things that I was I had literally just finished doing the dishes. It must have been about a half ten, quarter to eleven at night, and I was getting ready to go to my bed or at least head up the stairs, and someone switched Gardens of the Galaxy on downstairs, and I had to, I sat down with the intention of sitting down for five minutes, and I sat and finished the film. Yeah, I think it's one of those films. If it was on TV, I'd make time to watch it. I just I, I couldn't take myself away from it. It's like I've seen it so many times, got own it and Blu-ray, but as soon as I started watching it, I was just like, "Well, that's I'm not getting up till this is finished." <laughs> cool. Um, do you want to call it a, a night? Aye, why not? That was good. Thanks for doing that. Um, <laughs> Any problem, you do. Wait, sorry for being great. Sorry for being grateful. Before um, we go, sorry. Before we go, it's just a, a wee question I need to pose to you. Um, all right, and go it's on. just following a conversation with my sister earlier on. Um, right. 
See, when, right, th- this is going to be a very strange question. Nothing to do with anything, but I, I said I would ask just to try and gather. Nothing to do with movies? No, not at all. Um, oh, just interested though. Just generally gather public opinion. So I'm putting this out to anyone who happens to be listening. Let us know what your answer is to this. But when you go for a shower, <laughs> do you do anything else when, like before or after you go for a shower like is there anything you associate with a shower uh, I would normally go to the toilet before I go to the shower is that too much detail uh, no doing what <laughs> do you want a number yes <laughs> two really yeah this may actually be a thing <laughs> before or after <laughs> not before really yeah oh no no what no, having this. So we were down the road today, and um, sorry, just quick story. Vicky was. Well, I can't remember how the conversation came up exactly, but uh, Vicky was saying uh, we were talking about. Well, as the Johnstons, we like to talk about our business and when we go to the toilet and all the rest of it. And she was saying that when she goes for a shower, she needs to go for a number two. And we were like, "What?" And she was like, like I, I, "Yeah." She was like, "I need to put the shower on and let it steam up, and then I go." do a number two and then I go for my shower and I was like what and she was like I earn it like she was like do you know how to do that and she, she was like you could see she was getting pure paranoid and everything so I was like oh no I'm not having this but you're saying you do the same oh I, I don't I don't plan it like that though <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not like right is this room steamy enough I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go with my own steamy like but surely like you're pl- eating it then essentially because the steam's gathering something up. I'm not sure that's how it works. Mm. But yeah, generally that would be my routine. Well, I'm flabbergasted. Why, why, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do it? No, I'd hold it for an appropriate time. Well, when's more appropriate than before you go for a shower? Uh, because, I don't know, like a time after the shower maybe? So you're going to... Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't really care when anyone poos. To be fair, <laughs> they can do it whenever they want. But no, no, right before a shower. Nah, not having that. Why? Because you're you're eating but it. Then you're not eating it. Like wait, wait, I don't know where you're getting that from. Because it's it. wafting with the steam. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> like the steam doesn't go down into your toilet bowl and bring it back up. <laughs> I might do. You've lost it. You're a psycho. Look, I just prefer to go do my business when there's no <laughs> um, possibility of particles getting into my mouth. All right. <laughs> I think you're overthinking this. Oh, well. You've, you've totally shot me down anyway. Cheers for that, Robbie. Sorry. Anyway, um, as I said before, we're, we're going to have another... This will be out Saturday morning. We're going to have another podcast up on Tuesday. It's myself and Ryan talking to our friend Dean, um, who actually runs a Facebook page called Geek News. You should check it out. He's always up to date with the latest superhero news for both TV uh, and movies. And I'm pretty sure I've seen some comic new- actual comic news on there as well. So um, if you're into them, definitely get, get looking at that. You'll find us on Twitter, at Movie Podders and also on Instagram at Movie Podders, and we have now we're now on Facebook. So <laughs> we're into the twenty first century, boys. Look out! <laughs> we avoided doing Facebook for a while, didn't we? Aye. Uh, 
but we're doing Facebook now, so. And about it. Well, you'll be able to find our podcast there as well, so there's no escaping us. And we've been experimenting a wee bit tonight, Ryan, as well, haven't we, with maybe bringing our podcast in a different way? Oh, yes, you could say so. Watch, watch this space. <laughs> anyway, I'm away. I want some dinner. Aye, on you go. Right, on your love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.